looks up. You're obviously quite a stressed out woman. No, I'm not. I hope Maya's taking in my relaxed, see how unstressed I am smile. She looks unconvinced. Your job is obviously very pressured. I thrive under pressure, I explain. Which is true. I've known that about myself ever since, well, ever since my mother told me when I was about eight. Our whole family thrives under pressure. It's like a family motto or something. Apart from my brother Peter, of course, he had a nervous breakdown. But the rest of us. I love my job. I love spotting the loophole in a contract. I love the thrill of negotiation and arguing my case and making the sharpest point in the room. I love the adrenaline rush of closing a deal. I suppose just occasionally I do feel as though someone's piling heavy weights on me. Like... Big concrete blocks, one on top of the other, and I have to keep holding them up no matter how exhausted I am. But then everyone probably feels like that. It's normal. Your skin's very dehydrated. Maya is shaking her head. She runs an expert hand across my cheek and rests her fingers underneath my jaw, looking concerned. Your heart rate's very high. That's not healthy. Are you feeling particularly tense? Work's pretty busy at the moment, I shrug. It's just a blip. I'm fine. Well, Maya gets up. She presses a button on the wall and gentle panpipe music fills the air. All I can say is, you've come to the right place, Samantha. Our aim here is to de-stress, revitalize, and detoxify. Lovely, I say, only half listening. Just remember that I never got back to David Eldridge about the Ukrainian oil contract. I meant to call him yesterday. Shit. Our aim is to provide a haven of tranquility, away from all your day-to-day -day worries. Maya presses another button in the wall, and the light dims to a muted glow. Before we start, she says, do you have any questions? Actually, I do, I lean forward. Could I possibly send a quick email? Samantha, Samantha, Maya shakes her head. You're here to relax, to take a moment for yourself, not to send emails. Emails, an obsession, an addiction, as evil as alcohol or caffeine. For goodness sake, I'm not obsessed. I check my emails about once every 30 seconds, maybe. The thing is, a lot can change in 30 seconds. And besides, Samantha, Maya goes on, do you see a computer in this room? No, I reply, looking around the dim little room at posters of yoga positions and a wind chime and a row of crystals arranged on the windowsill. This is why we ask that you leave all electronic equipment in the safe. No mobile phones are permitted. No little computers. Maya spreads her arms. This is a retreat, an escape from the world. Now is probably not the time to reveal that I have a blackberry hidden in my paper knickers. So, let's begin. Maya smiles. Lie down, please, under a towel, and remove your watch. I need my watch. Another addiction, she tisks. You don't need to know the time while you're here. She turns away. And with reluctance, I take off my watch. Then, a little awkwardly, 
I arranged myself on the massage table, trying to avoid squashing my precious blackberry. I'm going to begin with a relaxing foot rub, says Maya, and I feel her smoothing lotion over my feet. Try to clear your mind. I stare dutifully up at the ceiling. Clear mind. My mind is as clear as a transparent... glass. What am I going to do about Eldridge? He'll be waiting for a response. What if he tells the other partners I was lax? What if it affects my chances of partnership? I feel a clench of alarm. Now is not the time to leave anything to chance. Try to let go of all your thoughts, Maya is chanting. Feel the release of tension. Maybe I could send him a very quick email. Surreptitiously, I reach down and feel the hard corner of my blackberry. I inch it out of my paper knickers. Your body is growing heavy. Your mind should be emptying. I edge the blackberry up onto my chest until I can just see the screen underneath the towel. Thank goodness this room is so dim. Trying to keep my movements to a minimum, I furtively start typing an email with one hand. Relax, Maya is saying. Imagine you're walking along a beach. David, I'm typing. Re-ZFN oil contract. I read through amendments. Feel our response should be, What are you doing? says Maya, suddenly alert. Nothing, I say, shoving the blackberry back under the towel. Just, uh, relaxing. Maya comes round the couch and looks at the bump in the towel where I'm clutching the blackberry. Are you hiding something? she says. No. From under the towel, the blackberry emits a little bleep. Damn. Maya's eyes narrow. Samantha, she says, do you have a piece of electronic equipment under there? I was just sending an email, I say, and sheepishly produce the blackberry. You workaholics! She grabs it out of my hand in exasperation. Emails can wait. It can all wait. You don't know how to relax. I'm not a workaholic, I retort. I'm a lawyer. It's different. You're in denial. She shakes her head. I'm not. Look, we've got some big deals on at the firm. I can't just switch off, especially not right now. I'm... well, I'm up for partnership at the moment. As I say the words aloud, I feel the familiar stabbing of nerves. Partner of one of the biggest law firms in the country. The only thing I've ever wanted. Ever. They make the decision tomorrow. If it happens, I'll be the youngest partner in the history of the firm. Do you know how big a deal that is? Do you have any idea? Anyone can take a couple of hours out. Maya puts her hands on my shoulders. Samantha, you're incredibly nervy. Your shoulders are rigid, your heart's racing. It seems to me you're right on the edge. I'm not! You have to decide to slow down, Samantha. She looks at me earnestly. Only you can decide to change your life. Are you going to do that? Uh, well... From inside my paper knickers, there comes a judder. My mobile phone. 
I shoved it in there along with the blackberry and turned it on to vibrate so it wouldn't make a noise. What's that? Maya is gaping at my twitching towel. What on earth is that... quivering? Um, it's my special... uh... love toy. Your what? The phone shudders again. I have to answer. It might be the office. Um, you know... I'm reaching a bit of an intimate moment right now. I give Maya a significant look. Maybe you could, uh, leave the room? Suspicion snaps into Maya's eyes. Wait a moment. Is that a phone under there? You smuggled in a mobile phone as well? Oh, God, she looks furious. Look, I say... I know you've got your rules and everything, which I do respect, but the thing is, I need my mobile. I reach under the towel for the phone. Leave it! Maya's cry takes me by surprise. Samantha, she says, making an obvious effort to keep calm. If you've listened to a single word I've said, you'll switch the phone off right now. The phone vibrates again in my hand. I look at the caller ID and feel a twist in my stomach. It's the office. They can leave a message. They can wait. She really doesn't get it, does she? I almost want to laugh. I flip the phone open, and an angry male voice bites down the line. Samantha, where the hell are you? It's Ketterman, the head of our corporate department. He's in his late forties, and his first name is John, but no one ever calls him anything except Ketterman. He has black hair and steel glasses and grey gimlet eyes.